Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm writer Kyle Higgins, and you're listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. You've just jumped inside the pull bag. Join TFG1 Mike and the rest of the comic reading crew here at the GCRN as they make their great escape into comics. From DC, Marvel, IDW, Boom Studios, Xenoscope, and more, we have everything you want to read right here. Transformers comics? Yeah, we cover that. He-Man? Yeah, sure. DC superheroes like Batman, Batgirl, Nightwing, and Batman Beyond? Yep, we have those too. How about TMNT from IDW and I Hate Fairyland from Image Comics? Yeah, we have all that here. Plus, so much more. It's all inside the pull bag here on the GeekCast Radio Network. So without any further ado, it's time to talk about the comics we are reading right now here inside the pull bag. Hey, I'm Kyle Higgins, writer of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and you're listening to Mighty Morphin March here inside the pull bag. Hello and welcome to the pull bag. This is episode 343. I'm, of course, TFG and Mike. Joining me once again for Mighty Morphin March is Steve Megatron. Hello, sir. Yo. You know what the sad thing is? Technically, you're the skull to my bulk, even though neither one of us are have very much bulk and skullish uh, uh, predispositions. So you mean we're not morons? <laughs> well, we can be, but in general, let's hope not. <laughs> yes. Yes, and once again, thank you to Kyle Higgins for the introduction as well. Very, very awesome. I'm hoping to have him on here after we complete this. Uh, as I said in episode 341, had him. he was the first interview the pullback ever did back in 2013 when he was writing for Batman Beyond and Nightwing and all of that at DC Comics. So I'm hoping we can get him back on here again after we wrap up this uh, five-episode spotlight for the Boom Studios Mighty Morphin Power Rangers comic, Volume 3. And, um, yeah, same as last week, Kyle Higgins. Actually, it's a little different. Kyle Higgins on writing, illustrated by Henry Prosetta, chapters 9 and 11 and 12. Jonathan Lamb did chapter 10. Colors by Matt Herms and Joanna LaFuente. Uh, Ed Dukeshire on lettering as well. And we start with a countdown because Rita's basically. I promise this won't go further than this, but I have to make this joke. Rita's basically um, the Trump of the entire world in this, in the beginning of this. Like, surrender and bow to me no matter what. <laughs> Epic fail. Mm -hmm. So we have the Black Dragon. We have the, the, the Megazord fight because we have all the other Rangers in the Green Ranger costume but in their own Zords. And they're all facing off against the Black Dragon. The whole point of this is, hey, we can face anything together. Um, this also goes into later, uh, you know, Billy's quest and the way Billy is and, and his character, which again, as I said last week... I love how they how Kyle writes this to the point of 
each issue or each part of the arc, one of the characters gets their own, not necessarily development, but spotlight in exploring who they are and all that that entails. It's interesting to see Billy and Goldar uh, interact with each other because we didn't really see that a lot in the show. It was usually either Jason or Tommy or anybody else other than Billy. Yeah, it pretty much was. I mean, it, it, I, I will say that they've kind of fleshed him out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and and honestly, like out of the villains, my probably one of my favorites was uh, Goldar. Mm-hmm. Even though it, at times he could be a bumbling idiot, I I still rather enjoyed the character himself. Mm-hmm. So anytime I've seen him, I, I get happy that that he's going to be used instead of just kind of disappearing into the ether and never seen again, you know, like later on in Power Rangers. Yeah, very much so. It, it's it's so cool to see him, and it's so interesting to see a different side of him. Like, Billy's not the most clued-in kind of kid in the world kind of guy, and, you know, there's one point where, you know, Goldar says... Um, you weren't supposed to answer. Oh, it's rhetorical. Okay. So, Billy convinces Goldar to transport him out of the Dark Dimension. As we go back to the Rangers fighting the Black Dragon, because Billy has figured out that the Black Dragon is actually mechanical. And it's got an access hatch, and you can get in there. So technically, the Black Dragon is a giant Zord that can, you know, morph his size, large, small, whatever. And Which is funny. Yeah. Um, and this issue 9 here is the issue we finally get to meet who's pulling the strings behind the Black Dragon. Crisis on Infinite Earths, what? Um, yeah, kind of. It's a character. Even though technically a future? Future, alternate dimension, something. It's, we, we're not sure. Uh, we know, but the characters aren't sure. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, Lord Draken, who is this Power Rangers-looking character that has the combination of green and white for a uniform with a gold helmet with white on it with a red kind of Lord Zed, you know, eyepiece kind of thing. Red visor, I should say. And as soon as I saw this, I think I had already had the white and green Ranger Funko Pops. I'm like, Funko better make a Lord Draken. And they did. I even have him. He's over on my shelf somewhere. But I love the design of Lord Draken. I think it's absolutely amazing that they did this. Uh, Very, very, very cool. It's a nice combo between the two uh, Mm -hmm. suits because I always found myself to enjoy... I mean, I liked the Green Ranger, but I always liked the, the White Ranger more. Yeah, I did too. I mean, I love the Green Ranger for what it was. I love, you know, obviously the the, the the gold shield and whatever else. And love the dragon sword, the dragon dagger, but... I was I like was, Saba. Yeah, I 
I loved Saba, and we'll 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 be getting to that here. I, I love Saba. I love the White Tiger Zord and the White. Oh my God, the White Falcon Zord. I'll have to see if I can still find that picture. I have a picture of myself at my mom's in 1995 holding the White Falcon Zord toy in my hand. Like, it was just, it was just a thing. So our universes, uh, Billy and Tommy, have been transported to Lord Draken's world, and they're like, um. Where are we? What's going on? And as we continue, we have, starting off the next issue, some sort of... It's a dream of Billy's. It's some sort of flashback kind of thing, because obviously he and Tommy are, are, you know, captured right now. But again, this is what I was saying about, you know, each character getting their own thing, and... Billy has never really been a man of action. He's always been, I don't want to say the geeky nerd kind of guy, but let's face it, that's what he was. He was always the brain of the Power Rangers kind of thing. And between him and Trini and all that, and this first part about him going on the hero's quest and and running this simulation of, of you know, finding a way to defeat this, and the fact that he's done it 64 times, and it hasn't really changed. Um, I love how they did that, this issue basically spotlighting the entire thing on Billy. And he is the smartest one of the group. I mean, right? look what he helped them do during the Zeo time. Yep. Absolutely. Because he was unable to become a ranger. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Uh, as we continue, <laughs> I love the the uh, issue 11's main cover is done by Jamal Campbell. Uh, it's basically a Planet of the Apes cover with Tommy and and Billy, um, and the you know buried Megazord with the sword sticking out of the sand. I love that cover. The cover is so cool. Uh, so we start off with all of the other rangers going back to their parents. Everything will be okay. Tommy and Billy will be all right. We gotta find them. We gotta find them. We go back to Lord Draken's world and our Tommy and Billy, and they get stopped by the, uh, ranger sentries or whoever they are. With the uh, black power suit. Yeah, the black power suit. Um, and apparently Lord Draken has imposed a curfew and they're out past curfew and Tommy foolishly, not really, but looks like he pulls his jacket back to reveal the dragon dagger and then all of a sudden the Black Sentry's like, I need backup now, these guys are armed and dangerous, yada yada yada. So they dive into the river. Sounds like a win. Yeah, really. Not really. Not really, no. Uh, <laughs> we get Rita and Goldar, and she's she's going to let Goldar prove himself once more. We have the other rangers figuring out how the Black Dragon was made, that it was made out of former, like the exact former parts of the Dragon Zord, and all of that. We get Tommy and Billy discovering this underground place, and... 
Billy's like, um, I think I'm just going to stay up here. So Tommy goes down there. Billy almost gets caught by, well, he does actually get caught by Lord Draken. Um, but who does Tommy find in this hidden underground chamber? Saba! It's Saba. I do love how issue uh, uh, 11 ends with Lord Draken revealing himself to be this world's, his world's version of Tommy and all of the character things that that's going to entail as we go further. So yeah, um, evil Tommy, good Tommy. Uh, Saba has been, you know, revealed and we get the Tiger Zord be it so briefly, we get the Falcon Zord. The Falcon Zord flies them out of there. Um, I was a little bummed to see the Tiger Zord go away so quickly. Yeah, I was too. Did it really show him to get destroyed, or was it just him getting into the fight? I think it was... I thought it was him getting into the fight, because Lord Draken says... Uh, what does he say? He says, no, I'm not. I'm better than you. Take them to... He says, he says something about, you know, don't let Saba call out or don't let Saba do this. So that's why I thought that Saba was summoning the Zords, like whether they were destroyed or not. Yeah, he said something about that they only appear to be yeah. destroyed. Yeah. Yep. And we get more with Saba and and Tommy and Billy in the story of that. We get, you know, the story of how Lord Draken became Lord Draken with, you know, his choice and he chose to go to Rita instead of Zordon. Kind of Which was just sad. But it shows it shows what could have happened had he gone that direction. Exactly. Um, as it progresses, we see that, uh, you know, we, we have a fight between all of the rangers and, and that, and we end up with, you know, Lord Draken having not only his helmet, but Jason's helmet as well. We see this, this epic battle on this side of the world as far as, like, he basically destroyed, you know, these rangers, um, and... It ends with him basically saying, you know, why don't you all... Oh, oh no, it, it ends with, you know, that part of, you know, Saba explaining the story of the backstory. And then somebody shows up and says, why don't you all explain who you really are? Dun, dun, dun. Uh, I think the story is progressing very well. I, I love how they how Kyle has taken what we know and created such a cool story out of it the fact that Saba had been trapped all this time and all of that I think that is super cool um and you know we come up against you know the coinless and who are they what's going on with that and it leaves again us on you know kind of a cliffhanger here for for that part of the story but it's also kind of interesting too because um 
you know, you don't know who those people are. Yep. Absolutely. Again, it's all about mystery and intrigue with this, and I absolutely dig it. Um, I'm probably going to say that, uh, you know, this is easily one of my favorite comics uh, in the last five years. I can see that. It's it sets up something that the show didn't, but it also kind of explores that other, you know, it, it, the realm of, you know, the what if universe. Yeah. And that's cool. And I think that's interesting. Again, this whole, you know, like you said earlier or last week, you know, crisis on infinite earths kind of thing and whatever. Um, basically, you know, coming up, we all, everyone knows at this point what the shattered grid event was. So we're not going to spoil it here, but, you know, we can at least mention it, the fact that, you know, the Morphin Grid is like, you know, Infinite Earths, where, you know, on various planets and various times and various whatever are all these teams of rangers. And Lord Draken has a plan to deal with that because he wants all the power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if Lord Draken gets all the power, people, there ain't going to be much to be able to protect us. No. Uh, volume 3, absolutely love it. I'm probably going to give it a 4.5 out of 5. What about you? I'm going to do the same, uh, just because it sets up more. Uh, I'll give it a 4 out of 5. I really don't know, like I said, I don't give things typically a 5. Uh, it's close, but it's. Uh, I, I know that the next one's going to ramp up pretty heavily with, with what's going down. Oh, yeah. Very much so. Um, I... I love that Kyle is writing this. I love the way he is writing this. I know he only actually goes up until the Shattered Grid ending part of the event, and then somebody else takes the, the mantle. I think it's Marguerite Bennett that takes the mantle after Kyle's done on his run, and I understand that that's part of comics. Each creator... Each leaves writer, their mark. Each, each person leaves their mark on it, and sometimes they come back, sometimes they don't. I don't think there would have been anybody else to have done this that I would have paid more attention to. Because, again, I'm a Kyle Higgins super fanboy when it comes to the man's work, because he's just so damn good at what he does whether it's licensed properties whether it's his own stuff that he creates like cowl and and all of that and everything else uh just absolutely love it i hope everyone's liking these episodes here inside the pull bag i know we've been kind of short on them but when you have almost nothing but good things to say and it's not about not being critical of it i mean there just isn't that much here to be critical of because I personally feel that the story is written so well and it's so different than anything we've ever gotten before and the art is the same way. There's Okay, so... Tommy I like does... that they keep the likenesses of the humans as much as possible but they take their own creative elements with it. Right. Um, That's, yeah, like... But, Tommy... but the rest of it's pretty true to form. Yeah. 
I mean, the ranger suits are true to form. The the zords are true to form. The the accessories like Saba and and the dragon dagger and and all of that can be true to form because that's I assume that's power part of the Power Rangers license. But I'm sure they would have had to have gotten the likeness rights if they were actually gonna have people draw full on likenesses of Jason David Frank, of Thoy Trang, of uh, Austin St. John. I'm glad they look like them, but I understand why they don't, that they aren't a direct, you know, drawing version of what the people looked like. I mean, you know, Tommy from our universe, he's got the long hair, he's, he's right now, he's still wearing green because he hasn't become the White Ranger yet. Um, sure, he kind of looks like what Tommy looked like, but as I said, it's not a direct thing, which like you said offers you know artist interpretation of you know figuring out how it's done so absolutely love it where can the people find you online sir well they can find me on geekcastradio.com or they can find me on the twitters at scp21 or at altered geek I'm at TF2 and Mike. You can also follow at the Pullbag, obviously, at Geekcast Radio. Go to the website, geekcastradio.com. Check out this and all of our other content. We've got a bunch of stuff coming up. Who the hell knows what's going on around here, because sometimes we sure don't. Um, <laughs> Ain't that so, the truth? Mm-hmm. Join us next time for Volume 4 of Boom Studios' Mighty Morphin Power Rangers comic. May the power protect you and make your greatest game into comics we will catch you next time let the power protect you you've just heard the latest episode of the pullback the gcrn's first comic review and discussion podcast there are several ways to get in touch with us and leave feedback for the show you can visit the website geekcastradio.com where you can comment on the episode and all of our different podcasts you can rate and leave a review for the show on itunes be sure to leave us feedback become a fan of us on facebook Facebook.com slash The Pullbag. Send us an email, feedback at geekcastradio.com. Follow us on Twitter at The Pullbag and at Geekcast Radio. So until next time, make your great escape into comics and unleash the geek in you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details.